is B. And this is L. And you're listening to Not Your Girlfriend's podcast. Episode 55? 54? Yeah. 54, guys. 54 of season God fucking knows what. Four. Season four. Okay, I guess it was that easy. <laughs> Welcome. Guys, we're kind of free-forming today, to be honest. Every we're, episode uh, this season has been, we're free-forming. <laughs> yeah, we're just like really like loose. We're really chilling. We're really just embracing the vibe. You're hanging out with B&L, wherever you are, in your car, in your living room. Yeah, you're just drinking with us on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Super cash. Oh, what are we drinking tonight? That's always a oh, good one. Oh, so actually, we are drinking my signature hibiscus punch. Um, which is hibiscus tea that my mom found at a random ethnic store um, with whatever alcohol I happened to have on on hand. Mm. We started with vodka. We moved to whiskey. The whiskey was terrible. <laughs> we are now on tequila. tequila. It's safe, guys. Yep. And, it tastes uh, really good. Yeah, and then just a hefty amount of seltzer. So mm. it's a palatable drink for all. Mm. And it's also this gorgeous, like, purpley color. I love it. It's very, like, it's very amazing. like, spring, but also I can drink this in the middle of winter. Like, it right? looks like blood. It, I love it. Yeah, it's like the color is just warming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's our drink. I know you guys are always interested in what we're drinking. Yeah. Because we're always drinking. We know you care. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're always here. Um, but yeah, what the fuck are we even talking about? What are we talking about today? <laughs> okay, suburban dating is the oh, first item so on our docket. Hop right into it. So, Al, you've been living up here. Oh my for god, a bit. I think it's been about a month. Almost a month. Yeah. yeah. And I just wanted to do a little. Let's go down memory lane a little bit because. I've been living in Westchester in the Burbs for a very long time. That Back you and have. forth, unemployment, living at home with my parents, mm-hmm. living on my own. And you've given me shit <laughs> for it. What? Here and there, here and there. And I think you've also talked a lot of shit about the suburban dating. I know we've definitely gone to things about me lying about being in Westchester to That dates. I still do not condone. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how much of the condoning will happen. But now you're in a very unique situation that you've never been in before. Yes, yes. And I do remember my first day grieving to you about how terrible the apps were and you saying, I can't wait for you to see what I've been living through. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for the yeah. warm welcome into the community. <laughs> so I'm happy do, to be here. Do tell us how has suburban dating been? It's kind of weird. It's like um, the guys. So I've prime actually. I've only been on Hinge. I don't really know why because I wasn't really a Hinge person up until like after I got out of my relationship with R. Just because that felt like the safe one to creep back onto. Like I yeah. didn't know if I could go from like being in a serious relationship straight back onto Tinder. Yeah. Um. Maybe I can. Maybe I'll dabble. We'll see. I think Hinge is very, like, low stakes because a lot of people don't really message on Hinge. So I think that's a safe bet for for anyone, really, trying to get back out there. When I was in Brooklyn, I was, like, getting a good amount of traction on Hinge. Like, I was sort of, like, haphazard about it. Like, I would go on. I would swipe and match with a bunch of people um, and then sort of, like have conversations for two, three weeks and then drop off and decide that I needed a break from it. Mm, But still, like, whenever I would go through, like, a spurt of dating, like, conversation was there. Like, people were there. People were striking up, you know. The year of plenty. Yeah. I had a year (laughs) of plenty. A year of plenty all the time. Right. Like, it was fine. (laughs) Um, Now, I'm in the burbs Uh and I'm still getting, like, a solid amount of matches like not a great amount i'm getting like a handful each day okay beyond matches what are the different types of guys you've noticed like how is the pool different oh the pool is very different okay okay so i can break it down into like a few categories with just a handful of outliers honestly so the first type of guy is the very much like suburban westchester bro it's the guy who was probably a high school athlete, probably never left Westchester, still lives in the town that he grew up in, Mm. and thinks that he's fucking hot shit. His profile is heavily littered with sports references. Um, He's maybe a gym teacher or something like that. No, Um, no. Or like a coach of something. And yeah, like all of his responses are like, I bet you can't beat me at basketball 
Bro, why the fuck would I want to beat you at basketball? <laughs> Very same energy as uh, I'm overly like competitive, competitive about, about everything. everything. <laughs> yes. Yes. Same energy. Um, yeah. And I'm like, you guys don't realize that their profiles are catered to other men. Dude, we were saying this for years. We were saying this before people were saying this. Three yeah. years ago. Listen back. One of our first, our first fucking episode was dating apps. And we talked about them and profiles yeah. and shit. So yep. Yep. we fuck. It's just the same shit. In it's it. still there. And the thing is, though, like, I feel like guys in the city have caught up to the the do's and the don'ts, right? right. Like they're not using Snapchat filters. They're not. They're not using the cliches like "let's go on an adventure." Oh my and, god, everyone's going on fucking adventure up here, right? Like, uh, like what else? What else? Like the the pictures of like you know, fish, mm. like shit like that. Like all of the really tacky cliches. I feel like city guys learned mm-hmm. and I wasn't seeing as many of those. Now that I'm back in the burbs, it's like I unearthed a time capsule that was buried <laughs> underground in like 2015 or something. <laughs> and every single, like almost every guy has two or three pictures with a baby, a picture with a Snapchat filter, a question about sport or an answer about sports. Right? Like a group picture where you can't really tell which one he is and he's probably not the most attractive. Mm-hmm. Like all of the classic dating app faux pas that I feel like have been so beaten to death that they're like, no one even wants to talk about that anymore. Like someone needs to come to the suburbs and give a fucking PSA on them. Yeah. Because they're still very much here. Okay. So you have the guys who have been here, never left. Right. High school. Guys who have been pops. here, never yeah. left. Then you've got the guys who like, weren't I mean they don't strike you as like the guy who was like popular and like athletic and whatever in high school like he was just there and never mm. left his hometown so kind of like the mediocre the Sydney purchase hometown type. bro who never left yeah yeah <laughs> the alt um not even the alt just like the well, I use alt loosely alt and alt in the burbs is like you weren't yeah like you said weren't popular you have longer hair I don't know why yeah, like they maybe, all, right? I don't know, like, like they kind of look like skaters, but they don't skate. Yeah. And then, okay, wait, am I missing another category in between? Then there's like the dudes in like their mid thirties who. You go up to mid thirties. So my dating, um, my dating app age range is 27 to 33. I don't actually want to date anyone older than like 31, maybe 32, mm-hmm. but I have the age range to 33 because like whatever if I meet someone who's fucking gorgeous and amazing like sure 33 won't be a deal breaker for me Mm. um so yeah so then there's like the the group of guys who may have left but it's clear that they have moved back to the suburbs and own a home and they're like obsessed with like their home and their dog yeah and clearly they're just looking for a wife yeah oh my god it's like and all these guys like very clearly want to bring their dog on the date and have you be like the dog mom dude i fucking know i matched with the guy who was only on hinge no nowhere in his profile by the way was like i'm looking for someone to hang out with my dog and me like literally nothing like that just a normal profile maybe a three photos with the dog and I'm like okay whatever it's not that weird match with him within one convert like one message I said he's like I'm gonna be honest here like I'm actually on here because uh, I want to look for a play date for my dog and I was like okay well I'm gonna be honest here I'm like I said something about like my your dog would eat my dog and then he was like haha and then I was like right well uh, it's time for me to be honest here like I'm on dating apps to date so this is where this ends and he was like whoa wait harsh B and I'm like I'm being harsh because I'm on the dating app to date. Bro, you are here wasting <sighs> everyone's time. Wasting my time. Like, this is not a doggy daycare and a doggy play date app. The audacity. Like, right? I'm sorry. Like, you're going to act like I was a bitch because I'm on dating apps to date, not to find a play date for my fucking dog. I'm sorry, but I'm so, I'm, I'm so fucking annoyed by guys who want to bring their dogs on like first dates too maybe a second or third have or you f- gotten that or fourth da- dude literally i went on a date with like a super hot guy in williamsburg last year and he was like like i like i, I kind of thought he was just being like cute like when we were planning the date and he was like oh maybe i'll bring the pup out and we can like sit outside and like have you know have some wine and i was like like i didn't think he was like 100 percent serious honestly and he was really hot so i was kind of like Dignitized. I think I remember the state. Yeah. Um, 
But as it turns out, he was completely serious. So he was like five, 10 minutes late. He comes down, his dog's there. And we're like sitting like, this was in Williamsburg. We're like at the waterfront. He lives like at the waterfront. So we're on like a patch of um, like outdoor space, like right next to his building. And he had brought down a bottle of wine and two wine glasses. So we're sitting there having wine. His dog's like sort of roaming around, whatever. But it was just like a fucking nuisance. Like, whatever. Like, I like dogs as much as the next dog-loving, non-dog-owning person. Right? But, like, I don't need your date to be there. I don't need your dog to be there on the first date. Like, <laughs> your date to be there. <laughs> Please leave your, your date other at date. <laughs> I don't need your dog to be there on the first date. Like, I am here to get to know you. Mm -hmm. And I would hope that you're here to get to know me and not just as a random activity to do while you're taking your dog on a fucking walk. My my unicorn for, like, Westchester suburban dating is when I find a guy who did not grow up around here. Because that means no mutuals, no six degrees of separation. And, and up here, it's, like, literally one degree separation. You don't even have to dig that hard before you find it. Yeah, so, like, if he's, he did not grow up here, uh, but he moved here. And he went to college somewhere else. That means he's actually left, you know. Why the fuck is he here then? For a job. The Literally the only reason to move here for a job. Because actually that's the reason I moved back to the Burbs. Like, for a job. Bro, you live three doors down from your parents. What's the point? I mean, what, what are you trying to say? Like, I- <laughs> <laughs> But I got a job off. I would have stayed in Brooklyn. If I had a job offer in Brooklyn, I got a job offer for my current job. Right. But then you also had housing in the in the hometown that you grew up in because of your parents. Like, sure, sure. But it was a convenient. little bit different. It was it's convenient. a little bit different. Okay, fine, I can fine. understand the case for someone who moved here right, because right, they were going to work for. The, I don't fit the perfect mold. I'm right. not saying I'm perfect. It's not. <laughs> this is me. I got the example until you introduced yourself into it. <laughs> you introduced myself into it. No, you did. No, I didn't. You said like me, I moved back home to work here. <laughs> I mean, okay, fine, fine. I didn't, I, okay, fine. <laughs> Bitch, let's just call us fade a spade. Don't use me as an example. I am not the unicorn, but the unicorn is someone who has no ties. No ties to the community. To the immediate towns. Right, right. And He's a flight risk. Uh, exactly. He's moved here that. for a job. I love that for him. So have, have you come across a unicorn? Not really, no. Mm. No. Mm-mm. So, so far, so I have a couple guys that are, like, sort of in the queue. Um, but, like, I don't even know. Pickens are slim around here, okay? But, um... I heard if you change your location to Stanford, it's better. I don't want to date Stanford dudes, though. Mm. Like, it's just a different suburb, but it's still, I just saw it's the like, googly it's eyes It's like over. city, like, but no. It's like, wait, it's like the city suburb. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, I'm dying. I just saw the googly eyes over your camera. <laughs> yeah, cute, right? <laughs> it just caught me very off guard. Um, no, I don't want to date anyone from Stanford. Um, I just, it's a personal choice, you know, Mm. it's just who I am as a person, but yeah, no, like I just, I would rather date someone from the city than increase my radius to Stanford and then be expected to go to Stanford. Cause like that ain't me. Like I'm not that. Um, but yeah, I don't know of the guys that I have matched with so far. Oh wait, there's one more category by the way. Uh Honestly, this is kind of my category right now. It's like sort of hood dudes. Oh my god! Yeah, you're totally right. Uh huh. I'm so into it. Well, you found one, right? I did find one, and he is daddy, but he doesn't have like the he doesn't have the same sort of like formal approach to dating that like your standard basic white dude from the city would have. Hmm. So I do feel like I'm, like, struggling to play by the same rules of engagement. Yeah, I I feel like it's a whole different dating It really is. Like, we exchanged numbers before we met, Mm -hmm. which is very new for me. But honestly, at this point in time, I'm just, like, so exhausted with having the conversation that I'm just like, fuck it. If you stalk me, you stalk me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I die, I die. (laughs) So I have broken my rule on that just out of, like, tiredness more than anything. Um. And then he asked if we could FaceTime in advance because he was scared that I was a catfish, Ugh. which I genuinely laughed at. Yeah. I was like, 
you think I'm a catfish? Um, like low-key flattered, but like also just completely out of my, just so off my radar. Yeah. Um, that I was just like, I, I just didn't even know if he was serious, but we did like have like a you did FaceTime? quick introductory FaceTime. How did that go? Because I'm kind of curious about doing that. And I don't know. I've never done like a FaceTime before a date. Okay. I have done FaceTime dates before. Um, not a lot, but like a handful. Um, they're kind of, they're not terrible. Cause at least like in the thick of the pandemic, like, and also in the dead of winter, it was nice because you could screen someone before having to put in the effort to get ready, put on an outfit, do your hair and makeup, find an Uber to whatever mutual place you were meeting them at, like scope out a thousand restaurants to find a place that had like appropriate, you know, COVID safe measures and availability. Like, But like, what if it went bad or you didn't like them? Like, how do you break it to them after that? Um, Cause it's obviously them. Yeah, no, like I, let me think, like the first date that I went on, it was like, it was fine. He didn't like, you know, he didn't blow my fucking mind. It wasn't like the best date I had ever been on. Um, But it was like good enough that I was like, okay, I'm open to meeting this person afterwards Mm -hmm. in person. I went on another one that was like kind of iffy, but um, he actually had FaceTimed me out of the blue sort of, which was weird. But anyway, we spoke for like 10 minutes and um, then I was like, okay, I have to go. I have stuff to do. So I don't know. I feel like the exit strategy from a FaceTime call is like maybe a little bit easier than an in-person date because you can be like, oh shit, my mom just called me or, oh, sorry, I have to run and do something or, oh, I have something in the oven. Like Mm -hmm. whatever. Like you can make up like a lot of excuses. And then after that, you just like, what's off? Ghost them, ghost them. The the usual Yeah. I mean, I would go about ghosting the same way I would if I had met the right person. Like it's the same. I don't know. It's just like, if it wasn't a match for me, I ghost. And if they then text me, to like plan another date and I feel like it warrants um, a discussion, then I'll say, hey, like, it's just not a match for me, but like, it was nice meeting you and thanks for your time. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, block their number if I really need to, but it hasn't come to that. Okay, so So, how did this um, video chat go with this guy? um, Okay, so this FaceTime, he was like driving, so he had me like on like a thing, like on his dashboard. That's kind of weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's off the bat weird a little bit because when we were like coordinating times like he had tried for like the night before but i was like doing stuff and then the next day i was like oh like sorry about last night i was like busy and he was like okay and he's like do you want to chat and i was like oh i'm like around now and he's like, okay i've got a long drive ahead of me and i was like i don't know if that's like a if a long drive is like a like a different term for something what do and you think it's a term for? I'm. I really wasn't sure. I was like, I'm a little out of the game. I don't know the lingo these days. I don't know. Like, a long drive, I guess, means I have a bunch of free time to like. Earn. Yeah, or I was like, maybe he's in an Uber. Maybe he is the Uber. Well, right. So anyway, so I was like, I don't really know what that means. But if he feels safe FaceTiming, then sure. So I FaceTime him. And he's literally got me mounted to the dash. And I'm That's like, so weird for a first I'm encounter. Like, I'm like, is this safe? Like, do you feel OK right now? And he's like. Yeah, no, I'm good. Don't worry about me. Like, I'm driving from Brooklyn to, you know, Peekskill or somewhere, like, northern Westchester. He's like, yeah, I'm just, like, on the highway. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm just coasting. Like, all good. I'm like, okay, sure, I guess. But, yeah, we chatted. And he is, like, very, very fucking attractive. Like, Mm. he is daddy. Um, But he's very, like... I feel like those types of dudes are very, like, blunt and they're very, like, upfront about stuff, particularly Mm -hmm. sex. Mm -hmm. Where, like, I feel like more often than not when I'm dating, like, a just basic white dude from the city, like, I'm the one who first, like, broaches the subject of sex to, like, just test the waters and, like, in, like, a playful way. Yeah. But, like, him and I were talking and he's like, I'll be honest with you, like, my priorities when I'm meeting someone are, you know, it's more compatibility. Like, I don't care that much about sex because... You know, if I really like if, you know, if, if that's really like the only thing that's important to me, like I can just go home and rub one out. So like I'm really looking for like connection. And I was like, I mean, OK, <laughs> I mean, respectable. I was like, respectable. Like we're 10 minutes into talking on a FaceTime for the first time. Like, OK, we're really getting into it. Interesting. So do you have plans to meet up with this guy now? Yeah. So we FaceTimed again the other night. 
Um, Again, wow. Yeah, just because I was like, I was like feeling like moody and angsty and bored and whatever. Um, so I messaged him and I was like, what are you up to? Do you want to FaceTime? Um, and he was like, yeah, sure. But he was like, it was 420. So I maybe should have anticipated it. But like, because I'm not like really much of a stoner these days, I kind of didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. So he FaceTimes me and he's like at his apartment with his like, like with like his like little brother and his little brother's friend and like they're all smoking and like it's kind of like it wasn't really like a one-on-one and I, I was kind of like annoyed so at that weird to take a facetime call when you're with other people like yeah i don't know i don't know this is like i don't know what the fucking facetime but dude, rules like, are but this doesn't seem there, like there one. are like different rules of engagement i guess like for different demographics okay like where i grew up like like, I grew up, like, semi in the hood, right? Right. Like, and so I know guys from there, and I know how they are. And, like, FaceTiming for them is, like, just as normal as taking a phone call. So, like, last weekend, there was another guy that I was, like, talking to, had exchanged numbers with. We were supposed to go out to dinner, but I flaked on him. Um, but we were, like, trying to reschedule our plans, and he FaceTimed me out of the blue. And I was just, like... I declined it, and then I texted him. I'm like, did you just try to FaceTime me? And he was like, yeah, why, LOL? Like, do I need an appointment? And I wrote back, like, uh, actually, yeah, you do. Like, I'm doing shit. Like, I'm, like, living my life. Like, I mean, like, maybe it's a generational thing, too, because my sister, who's, like, Gen Z, FaceTimes, like, all the time. Like, how we grew up, like, calling each other and talking on the phone for hours. Yeah. They do that with FaceTime. Yeah, so it's, like... It strikes me as weird, but it's also not, like, it's it's not, like, so weird to me that I'm, like, thrown off by it. I'm, like, I know that this is just, like, a, yeah, it's a, it's just, like, a difference in, like, how we view FaceTiming. So, it is weird. Right. It is, like, definitely an adjustment. And I definitely, like, still feel like, yes, you need to schedule time to FaceTime someone. Like, you can't just call me out of the blue. I could be, like, like, I could be doing something. I could be, yeah. like out i could be doing stuff i could be like in bed watching a fucking movie i don't want to facetime you out of the blue just because yeah, i'm not let's bring back the busy. phone call you know right? it, let's bring back the text let's bring back the text <laughs> let's, let's bring back the, the text. text me and expect nothing more <laughs> this generation i tell you <laughs> okay but like what are what are your first date plans now that you facetime uh, twice anyway, so we were supposed to go out tonight we were like trying to coordinate but so he lives in brooklyn so okay so he like grew up around here um, he lives in Brooklyn now, but he knows that I live here. Mm-hmm. So we were like trying to coordinate. He texted me, um, yesterday to like iron out details or this morning actually to iron out details. And I was just like, dude, like, honestly, I'm so shot. I've been like so burnt out from work and like, I've just had so much going on. Like, let's just do another time. So he was like, okay, like, let's try for like this weekend. And I'm like, yeah, like, let's play it by ear. Let's figure it out. So <laughs> not even giving him a date. <laughs> honestly, I was like, listen, like this weekend's my last weekend to get stuff done before like my birthday next week. So after next week, I'll be a lot more free. So yeah, I feel like I pushed it off for like another week and a half or so. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, like, you are doing, like, a housewarming thing for your birthday, so... Yeah, it's, like, a lot. Like, I've had, like, no time to do anything for me. Like, you know, like, I've just been working on the apartment, so I haven't had time to, like, get a haircut or get my nails done or, Mm -hmm. like, feel like a woman, Mm -hmm. buy a birthday outfit, like, any of that shit. So I feel like this weekend is my weekend for that. And then after that, I can make time for dating. But, like, right now, it's just, like, it's not a priority for me either way. Especially since we're about to piece the fuck out in, like, three months. Dude, Um, I cannot wait. Like, this is also, like, just so much of this. And, like, listening to you talk about it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, all of this stuff is going to be so irrelevant to us when we get the fuck out. And, like, how much our dating like stories will Dude, change yes yes this is why i haven't like i haven't put any energy into dating in the past like year mm. basically for that exact reasons because i i knew that like even if i meet someone great like i'm not putting time or effort into anything right now because i am planning for like the next phase of my life so anything right now is like it's it's just a temporary something okay so post us moving to europe 
which will happen in the fall, guys, because we're both going to do our masters there, which yeah, is what boy. we're talking about. If you For anyone recently episode, tuning in, yeah. Uh, if you just got here, I don't know what the fuck you're doing on this episode, <laughs> but like, if you just got here, this is what we're doing. Um, so, okay, you're in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing your masters. You're, meet, you're meeting guys, you're dating. What is your intention at that point? Is it commitment or is it still dating casually? Oh, no. At that point, it's like, I'm open for anything and everything. Okay. I'm open for the casual, but I'm also like, I mean, let's be honest. I'll be 27 in a week. Mm-hmm. Right? So. <laughs> 27 years old. I've got no prospects. <laughs> what are you quoting? Prime prejudice. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll be 27. So, like, I am, I am, like, open to the possibility of finding someone to be in a serious relationship with. It's not a priority. It's the heat. It's the heat. Listeners, it's, you know what? It's the heat. If you live in an old, semi-haunted seeming apartment, (laughs) you get it. Right? Just be cool. <laughs> it was like some <laughs> just shackles be cool about of it. a ghost. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. An old man pushing a trolley cart out. I don't know. It sounds like a lot of different things. All right. Um, yeah. So, no, by the time we move, I mean, I'll be very open to anything that comes my way. Because at that point, it's like, you know, right now, it's like I'm rounding out my my countdown to leaving here. But once I'm there, it's like sky's the limit like who knows how long i'll be there for if mm-hmm. i'll stay there for one year if it'll be two or three or four or mm-hmm. you know whatever what about you sorry about i was like i was trying there? not to like smile because i'm like so excited um i mean i think it's hard to say because i want to say that i'll be looking for like a relationship and i would be totally different person in the fall which is actually not that even far away but like i I am definitely like <laughs> there while you pour the tequila. <laughs> no, like I have been really <laughs> so disruptive. Wow, that is equal parts tequila and juice. It grows on you. It grows on you. <laughs> Um, no, I've been like really, really loving being single, honestly. And like, especially after my last relationship that I think the dating scene will be different because the guys will be different. I'll be different. The place will be different. Like I genuinely think I would want a boyfriend. And even, you know, now there's moments where I like miss having a boyfriend, miss having someone in love with me and obsessed with me. It's just like nice. God, yes. I do things for me. Yes, that's it. No, I really don't. I don't. I don't miss having to like tell someone where I am and what I'm doing every minute of the day. And I don't miss like, I don't fucking care to talk to someone for an hour every night before I go to sleep. Right. Like, I don't care about that. But I do miss having someone where I'm like, I want to go have a random day of doing like whatever. Mm-hmm. And like having like a, a person who who's just like, all right, I'll come along or like, yeah. all right, I'll help you carry this dresser that you found on the street that you think has really great potential to be flipped yeah. into something amazing. Just there's so many like good dates I want to go on right? like, and just things I want to do. Pragmatically, I miss having a boyfriend. Right, but, like, right. I don't actually miss it. Um, yeah. It, I mean, I, I think I will be looking for something serious, more serious. Yeah. I mean, I'll be 28 at that time, so. You're already 28. I mean, I am 28, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's new, guys. It hasn't sunk in. Oops. <laughs> I am 28. There's no quote for that. <laughs> in case you guys were wondering. Um, yeah, no, I'm ready for, like, a... I'm ready for, like, a palate cleanser, honestly. Mm. Like, to date guys who aren't, like, the... The Brooklyn bro that I'm a little bit tired of, but honestly now miss a little bit now that I'm stuck with the Westchester bro, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'm just like ready for something fresh and new. I'm ready to like palate cleanse my whole fucking life and to like then open myself up for whatever comes our way, you know? Yeah. And I think that'll be good. So it's all just time wasting right now, pretty much. Yeah. It's just fucking around. Just fucking around. I don't know if, like, a lot of people are in the same mindset. I think coming out of the pandemic, I don't know if I would be looking for a boyfriend regardless, you know? 
even if we weren't moving, I don't know if I would be in that mindset. I'm trying to think if I would. I mean, it still feels like I still feel so freshly out of my last relationship Mm -hmm. and not not in that I still have like hangups on it or feel like attached in any way. It's just like I feel like I'm still embracing my freedom Uh too much to want to jump into something new. Yeah. Like that's really it. Like I'm still having my single moment. And you know what? That makes sense, though, because like we didn't really for anyone who had a breakup like in or around the time of like the pandemic like you didn't really get to have that classic single moment where you go out with your friends and maybe you get a little too drunk and, you know, you go out to bars and talk to random dudes and just like embrace what it is to be single again. Yeah. And so you're sort of like, you know, maybe you've been single for a year now in my case, but you never really got that. So you haven't gotten it out of your system. So you still feel like you're like, waiting to like re-engage with single life and like waiting to have that moment yeah I think a lot of people have not had that I mean I didn't have that moment either um I do think there's going to be another wave of breakups so of course there was the immediately COVID happened breakups because you're either quarantined together or the possibility of being quarantined together and like I think in the first three months of COVID it's like oh we'll do this because we have to for a little bit. And then it's like, oh, this pandemic is not ending. Oh, we're breaking up. And like, right, that we're not compatible being stuck together months. in a literal pandemic. So maybe there's no future for us. Right. And then we had the summer where like cases were down. And uh, like there was, I, I went on dates in Brooklyn. And there were so many people who were fresh out of relationships, fresh out of like COVID first relationships. And I think that was the first wave of breakups. And I think there will be another wave of breakups once everyone is vaccinated. And for like hot girl summer, I think more people will break up having got the vaccine and now the opportunity and like kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel. I think. Right. Can you imagine like, yeah. Can you imagine like couples that lived together that were like, you know, if, if one person was like sort of in it, sort of out of it, but they already lived together, they're going through a fucking global pandemic together. Dude, if you're not marrying the person that you've been quarantined with, what is the fucking point break up Literally, with them? that's it. Like, break suddenly this person... For the hot girl summer. Yes, suddenly, like, this person that you lived with, maybe just as, like, a, we'll see where this goes. It's the next step in our relationship, and hopefully it's great. Like, you know, you thought that you were going to just, like, spend your evenings with them, right? And that you would both wake up in the morning and go to work, go your separate ways, spend eight hours away from each other, and then come home. Suddenly, when you've spent 24 hours a day with this person for the greater part of a year... Yeah, if that's not your fucking soulmate, I'm sure you're ready to bounce. I'm sure that you were just weathering the storm and waiting for the pandemic to be over so that you could get out of it. I would have loved to be with my soulmate during this time, but I'm also really happy to be single during this time. Yeah. You know, like, I I think it was better to be alone throughout quarantine. Honestly, like, for me, it was just like, it was very like cleansing. Like it was, it was very much a reset, but like granted I was in a relationship that I wasn't happy in. So getting out of that right at the beginning of the pandemic and like honestly having the strength to, because it was really tempting to be like, okay, the world is shutting down. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I'll just like stay for another month or two or three and like wait it out and see what happens. Right. Like that was so tempting, but like having like the (laughs) like the fucking courage to go through with it and go through with my breakup and move out like it felt like such an awakening and a cleansing and yeah it just felt like a ridding of all of like the bad things in my life so I really enjoyed being single for the past year um because I feel like it's where I needed to be Mm -hmm. and oddly enough like doing that through a pandemic kind of made it easier in a way because no, I didn't get to like go out and do all of the things that you would normally do when you were newly single again. But I also couldn't go see my ex. I didn't have to run into him at work. I didn't have the, I really didn't have the opportunity to like be like, okay, well it's late and I'm drunk and I want to go see him and like Uber to his place because he was being, you know, 
super, super quarantine safe, even with his, even with his very recent ex-girlfriend, um, aka me. Um, right. right, (laughs) I I realized as I said it. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I, I appreciated my single time. Yeah. In that time. So now we're going to pivot a little bit, uh, to something I was talking to Elle about. And this is per example, uh, there was a guy I hooked up with and he posted a new profile photo. And I wanted to like flirt, but not flirt. So he's in a relationship. And <laughs> the whole thing is kind of like, what would we call this? Subtly, um, you know, shooting your shot with mm, someone yes, who's in yes, yes. a relationship. So I know this might be maybe not the most morally sound thing to talk about, but I actually don't give a fuck. And listen, not everybody in a relationship is going to end up married or together forever, you know? So I'm making a prediction based off of their relationship on social media that they will not last. Yeah, they had weird vibes, so I second that. Thank you. Um, they've been dating for less, to, less than a year. They're not like a long, you know, eight-year relationship couple they're like a fresh couple that happened within this pandemic not before and they quarantined together they met during this pandemic and they i think they live in the same city they do not live together like it's still like a year relationship and still very normal in like many other senses so me shooting my shot was liking a photo that he posted on facebook like a, a new profile photo where she was not in it and I think that was a really safe way to do it. And I think that would be a really good tip because you want to know it's hard because this has happened. I'm sure you can also speak to this, Al, that like this happened to you where people would kind of flirt with you, but not really. You can't outwardly go into someone's DMs, right? Or Snapchat them when they're in a relationship. Or you shouldn't. I mean, I mean yeah, not that I have, that. but I'll be honest, it happened to me like a fair amount while I was with R and I would just ignore those DMs. Probably because they looked at R. Like, say nothing, do nothing. Like, <laughs> But I mean, yeah, there's definitely like, you, you want to keep yourself on the radar, but kind of like not, not immediately that you will be like shanked by a bitch, right? Right. You don't want to be commenting flames right you're right? on the radar commenting heart eyes commenting yes right yes. something obvious but a like a like is harmless oh, a harmless like a friend can like right <laughs> of course i never liked any photos a of friend them can like the slogan for <laughs> for subtle flirting with someone in a relationship so <laughs> this is your campaign <laughs> don't read into it um yeah i think a DM would be too forward. I'm sorry, but I need a t-shirt with that. <laughs> I think a com a comment even too. I don't even know. That might be too forward. Comment is too forward. Uh, but a friend can like. A friend could like. <laughs> we need a t-shirt. <laughs> Guys, please DM us if you want to. If anyone is interested this. in a friend can like. Actually, t-shirt. don't DM us. That's too forward. <laughs> That's not suspicious at all. Yeah. No, it's not. Also, if you're a girl and you're in a relationship with a guy, you, this is a double-edged advice, right? Look at who likes his photos. Oh, because always. there's obviously going to be a bitch you in there to. that wants to fuck, obviously. So, I mean, there's some stalker advice. I mean. <laughs> Look, if you are, yeah, if you are a female in, what year? 2021. 2021. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the day of the week. <laughs> If you are a female in this one of the years, um, it's just standard protocol. You have to sort of scan who is checking, uh, who is liking your guy's stuff. Like Mm. it is just, it is what it is. The Mm -hmm. same way that you have to search his texts for code word babe and hot and, you know. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Do you not do this? No. Does everyone know what I'm talking about? Okay, so for those of you who aren't, um, I wouldn't say crazy. Stable mentally. For those of you (laughs) who haven't dated shitty dudes, right? Because this is really the genesis of this, is I I dated a shitty dude in college. So every so often I would have to spot check his texts to see if he was like, you know, doing anything shady. So what you do is you go um, into the text message inbox, you swipe down for the little search bar to appear. Yeah. Right. And you search code words. You search babe. 
you search hot, you search baby, you search your own name. Jesus. Right. And then that will bring you all of the key conversations that you need to see. You can see if he's calling someone else hot, if he's calling someone else babe, if he's talking about you. Right. Um, These are pro tips. These are actually really pro tips. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so yeah, like I'm going to use that actually. I joke, but you should absolutely do this. Like, you know, like, I mean, I've made the mistake of obviously doing this and getting myself upset, uh, with the lawyer. I don't know if I talked about it on the pod. I don't know if you did either. Okay. You guys can straight out if this is sus or not, but it was after we did not talk for like three months and he came back and we chatted and we had plans to meet up and he came up to like Westchester. We had kind of like a very awkward first encounter. And this is like the first time I saw him in like fucking three months. So he goes to the bathroom. He has two phones. He has a work phone and then like a normal mm-hmm. ass phone. They're both iPhones. I also own an iPhone. So we all have the same fucking phone. There's three X's uh, around. So I'm playing music and I tap the phone on the coffee table while he's in the bathroom thinking it was my phone to switch music realize it's not my phone it's his phone then he has the text message but he has the previews on and this is also a top tip oh my God, turn top your previews tip. off if you're being sus about anyone this is only you have to just go turn about. off in general this is not even about like dating multiple people this is just about just talking shit in general like i will never have my previews on are you right. fucking kidding me like so <laughs> he had the previews on and i could see the big who the text message was from first and last name and then what what they were texting about and I was like oh my god and like I clicked it and it was I knew the name because I stalked him before and it was his ex-girlfriend who's in his friend group and it wasn't a group chat it was a one-on-one chat with his ex-girlfriend and his friend group talking to her while he was with me like yeah very fucking I never brought it up because I would look absolutely insane but it definitely got into my head I was like that's sus as fuck like and yeah yeah Oh my God. I remember one time when, um, this was back when R and I were dating. There was one Sunday that he was over at my apartment. I'm like meal prepping. So I'm in the kitchen. He's in the living room. My phone is in the living room on the coffee table playing music. And I go over to like change the song. And I see that one of my friends, a guy friend who I'm still good friends with, but like we met via a dating app a couple of years ago. We hooked up for a little bit and then we realized that it like wasn't like it wasn't a vibe. Um, and so we just ended up staying friends, but like I never knew how to tell R about him. So I just didn't. But like he had texted me and I remember like the paranoia of like, oh, my God, R could have seen this on the screen. Like, it's just not good. So like another top tip, just change any problematic people's names. <laughs> We're just, like, out here being the worst, you know. <laughs> Something our truth. Um, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. It was just an easy joke not to make. I mean, but, you know, if you heard it, use it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, just because you see something sus does not mean there is something to worry about, though. Like, in that moment, seeing that message was like, oh, it is sus, but it's not like he's... Even if he was sleeping with his, he slept with his ex-girlfriend or flirting with his ex-girlfriend, like, we're not exclusive. He's not my boyfriend. Like, there's no reason for me to get mad at him. Um, so I did it. But see, I think that's the defining line. I think that whether or not you see something, like, it doesn't make or break it sus, like, that you've seen it. I think it's, like, it's probably sus either way if they're texting an ex or if they're texting someone of interest who is concerning but it's just like whether you have the right to get mad about it like yeah, if you're not we're all sus until you're de- you define the relationship you know yeah, no, and no, then no, we no. have a fucking right to be sus no i'm agreeing i'm yeah. saying that like if you are in a relationship with them then like yeah that's sus and you can maybe call it out if you're not in a relationship with them it's still sus but it's also like you don't really have the right because you haven't defined that relationship and you haven't like committed to each other in any certain terms yeah but i mean still good to know still good to know yeah i mean maybe maybe if you've just started seeing someone don't go through their phone because it's just gonna piss you off yeah right like it's just gonna upset you um and then they're gonna think that you're crazy because 
you technically have no right to be doing that. Oh, another top tip. If you have matched with someone on a dating app, <clears throat> you can always go back and just look their profile and see if they've been active and updated any answers or photos. Oh, yeah. That's a good <laughs> that's one. That's a classic one. Yeah. Classic. Classic. <laughs> right. The, um, I forget what app it is where you can see like the last time they were active. But I know many a I know many a female who is. You can't do that for Hinge, though, can you? I don't think Hinge has it. I feel like maybe it's Tinder. So, okay, I've recently been re- like doing shit on Hinge, and I've been really good at not looking at the lawyer's Hinge because we matched on Hinge originally. Mm-hmm. And I know what his profile looks like since when he came back, like, you know, um, when we had three months of not right. talking. So I know in those three months, he did update his profile and, like, change answers. But we even talked about this after the fact where I was like, yeah, I came back to you because Westchester dating sucks. And he was back home and he was like, yeah, the the suburb sucked. And I tried to, like, date, but it was not really happening and COVID shit and whatever. So, like, we did talk about it. So I wasn't, like, a surprise that he updated his profile. But, like, at this point now, I would be pretty surprised if he's updated it since and i've actually been super careful not to update my hinge because i'm worried that he might look at me updating my hinge but of course if you don't want them to look at your hinge then or whatever app you met on you have to unmatch but of course unmatching is an admission of guilt in its own sense conversation too Yeah. yeah i mean there's no way to do this unless you just don't touch your profile at all just keeping like frozen in momentum until you have a conversation of exclusivity or boyfriend girlfriend thing um because yeah i mean i would obviously like to update my fucking hinge for the summer but i feel like i can't do that because then i'm actively looking for other people i can't believe that this is you all shackled right now i'm not shackled i'm shackled to this profile and this one app because of the person yes because then i have to be like I'm seeking out other dick and I don't want to have that conversation. Uh, this is some, this is some bullshit. I'm sorry. Let's have that conversation right now. What? <laughs> let's have the conversation right now. You want me to role play yeah, as the yeah, lawyer? Yeah. I'm me and okay. you be the lawyer. Okay. Hey B, I noticed that you updated he your does profile. Not sound like <laughs> well, he's Canadian. <laughs> hey B, I noticed that you updated your profile, eh? <laughs> A bit better. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, What's that about? <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> there we go. That was it. That was okay, it. Um, roll with it. Uh, lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> As you should, as you I should, think, eh? I think that's a pretty good defense. I think he would laugh at that. <laughs> All right, simulation over. We've nailed it, and we're moving on. Guys, know your Ten Commandments. <laughs> Wait, no! <laughs> know your rights, folks. Know your rights. Yeah, no, that was a joke. Um, um, okay, no, 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 seriously. Seriously. Um, lawyer, uh, um, I, we're not exclusive, so... But aren't we, we are exclusively well, Irish. Fucking. We're okay. exclusively fucking. Um, does it mean I can't look? This sounds terrible. I mean, how the fuck do I say this nicely? I'm the, so when you guys had your exclusive conversation, what were the exact terms of agreement? Uh, we're exclusively sleeping together. And now, and now I can interpret this personally as... I can fuck someone else with a condom, right? Is that how you interpret that? Because I can. <laughs> Push goes to shove. Because I also don't want to have the conversation of I fucked someone else. I don't even want to have that conversation. Because, okay, the reason I'm even thinking about all this bullshit is because I actually matched with another person recently and we possibly have a date this week. And. It's a Westchester guy and it's a unicorn. Like he literally is not from here, works here, went to school somewhere else, is traveled, smart, is has a fucking real job that's interesting. Okay. Tall. He's a flight risk. He's a he's a, he's a flight risk. He's a unicorn. I'm gonna call him a flight a flight risk. Why? He's not going anywhere. No, exactly. No, no ties to the community. A flight risk is someone who will no, get on the plane and leave. It's a good thing. 
He's a flight risk. He's not tied here. I don't think flight risk, right? No, he's not like born and bred within the community. He's not like a fucking like born a flight and risk raised. is someone who will get on a plane and leave. That sounds to, amazing. To jump oh, jurisdiction. We're the flight risk. Hey, we're the flight risk. You dumb bitch. <laughs> I'm dating a lawyer. Okay. Okay. Listen, I'm just thinking about the no ties to the community thing from like a bail perspective. No, that's like if you like broke a law. Listen, I get law. Okay. Right? You get, I mean, I'm dating a lawyer. I get that I part get of it. Listen, I watch a lot of true crime. Okay. Right. <laughs> He's you know like, how many hours of SVU I've put in. So, okay, my my Sophie's choice right now. Is <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the I'm dating a lawyer and the Sophie's choice back to back. I cannot. <laughs> is that if I go on a date with this this new guy and it goes well, like let's say we sleep together, do I have to technically tell the lawyer? Yes. What? Okay, so as far as I understand um, this agreement, you tell the other person that you want to be exclusive with sleeping with one another because you want to fuck without a condom and you don't want to give each other, like, an STD. Right. Totally Um, true. That's why I said fuck with a condom. But still. What do you mean still? So to quote girls... What about the shit that gets up around the edges? Okay, that is a lie. I have no, I'm completely joking. It was just the first thing that came to mind. But no, I feel like if you've had an agreement to exclusively only sleep with each other, then yes, that warrants a conversation. I think that you guys aren't in an actual relationship. So yeah, it might be an uncomfortable conversation, but like that's what you both signed up for. Yeah, I know. So I know, what, and I would have so, to obviously like this other guy way more than I like my lawyer to, like, consider doing that. I think that, yeah, I think that that's what it comes down to. And I think you can go on other dates. I think you can go on a date with this other guy and, like, maybe just don't sleep with him until unless you know that it's worth potentially giving up what you have with the lawyer. Because it's possible that... You'll tell the lawyer, hey, I slept with someone else and he won't be cool with it. And that'll be a deal breaker. Okay. Okay. After everyone's been in this situation, by the way, but like that really puts both of our feelings on blast by like me doing this. Because suddenly he has technically I'm not doing anything wrong. Right. But now he has to decide if that's a deal breaker or not. Let's say it is a deal breaker. He's like, no, I'm not okay with you sleeping other dudes like. I thought I would be okay with it, but I'm not. Uh, I want us to actually be exclusive until you leave. What do I say to that? Bitch, what do you say to that? I don't know. What do I say to that? Do you want to be exclusive with someone until you leave this country? No. Do you want to give up your hot girl summer? No. I also want to give up my hot lawyer. I want both. (laughs) Alternative. Let me tell you honestly, I feel like what you have to do is... You can play the field. You can go on a date with another guy. I would say hold off on sleeping with him. Right, go on this first date with this other dude. See if it's a vibe. See if you're feeling it out. See if you think he's a contender and someone that you would want to sleep with. But don't sleep with him on the first date. Afterwards, I can do that. Yeah. Afterwards, honestly, have a conversation with the lawyer and say, hey, you know, I want to check in. I know that we're exclusively sleeping with one another but I am seeing other people and I want to take your temperature on how you're feeling. I don't want him dating other girls though. Well, of course I don't. I don't want to go around with other fucking girls. I didn't know that. Oh, he's my lawyer. I mean, if everyone had the same lawyer, what kind of fucking world would that be? <laughs> I mean, from a legal system standpoint, I'm not legal really sure. A mess. I need to watch a little more CSI to comment on that. <laughs> um i mean okay i guess i would be would you be okay wait wait wait. so if the position were reversed right oh i would ruin me i would literally destroy him like if he slept with someone else and told you would you still be down to continue sleeping with him like no like i would be so mad at him Oh my god, bitch, you guys are dating. No, we're not dating. That's what dating is. If you two are both going to get, like, so mad at each other that you end things, if either one of you sees another person, you are dating. 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's actually going to be mad. It's but you know, you would be mad. So that's enough. I would be mad if anyone sleeping with someone I like, like, you know? Yeah. But still, I mean, I think if you're, if you feel that you would end it on those terms. I wouldn't end it because he slept with someone else. When we're not exclusive, I wouldn't end it. I would just have to stop the school Instagram, make sure she's way uglier than me, make him take an STD test, um, and then fuck another guy to get back at him, and then we're even, and then we move on. Mm, that feels... That it's like a 10-step plan to recovery. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> like, it's Look, fine. I feel like if you guys are this emotionally involved... I'm that- not emotional. <laughs> <laughs> emotionally involved that you care if you're sleeping with other people i mean the fact of the matter is we started sleeping together in july last year no matter what how you want to cut it the the fact that he left for three months and we didn't talk whatever it's still a long period of time to know someone and exclusively fuck them like july you weren't exclusive this whole time no we weren't but like i was not sleeping with anyone else because there was no other situation that came up and same with him that's exclusivity out of convenience, though. Like, exactly. out of, out it's of different. It's different. I mean, think, regardless how you slice it, I have known this human being for, what, July, what's that, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. I've known this fucking human being for 10 months. That's just as long as my last relationship. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I and get like, the... Yes, talking on and off. Yes, sleeping together on and off. But we've only slept with each other for the last 10 months. Like, it doesn't matter if we were actively trying to date other people or seeking out other people. Like, it has been 10 months of knowing this person who's been inside me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's been, like, pretty consistent on your part, too. I was just, like, counting up my, uh, the other, the uh, only other person I've slept with in the past year as well. And it's also been, like, 10 months. So I guess I get it on some level. Um, but no, if you guys are clearly like, if you guys are emotionally involved to the point where like you're concerned, like where you're, you would be concerned if he slept with someone else, like you would be upset at that. You wouldn't be concerned someone you're fucking for 10 months slept with someone else? Bitch, yes. What I'm saying is that if you would be upset, then you have to assume that he would be upset as well. I'm saying anyone right, would be so upset. So you can date. I think the best way to go about this is that you can date, you can go on other dates, but like, I think it's worth a conversation before you fuck someone else to oh. see if it's something that like he would be okay with or if that's like the, th- if that's, you know, going to be the make or break, if that's the, the deal breaker I for him. I hate all of this. Yeah, I hate it too. I don't know why you're even like semi cuffed right now. We're about to I'm leave not the country, bitch. I'm like, we are a flight risk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Use correctly. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it just it. W- <sighs> I don't know. I'm thinking of his face right now, and it's probably very sad. Oh my god! <laughs> I want you to throw up on myself. <laughs> Like, why? <laughs> no, but I wouldn't want to date him. Like, I wouldn't want him to be my boyfriend. I don't think he wants me to be his girlfriend. Like, I genuinely think we're just with each other out of convenience. And now it's gone on too long that, like, obviously some feelings have developed. Right. And that's just because we're not psychopaths, you know? So. Yeah, but there's, like, a difference between, like, feelings and, like, a feeling of, like, of like possessiveness to another person, which isn't a bad thing. It sounds like, I don't know why that word has like a negative connotation, but like, you know, like feeling like I'm, but I'm a the jealous person that you're person. with should like, only I'm be jealous, with you. I'm jealous of like anybody who's related to me and like, you know, dating me like that going on another date. Like, you know, I'm just a very like jealous person. I think it's human nature, but yeah. So to that point, I mean, if you are going out on other dates, I think that's fine. But I think if you're going to like the one agreement that you have is that you are exclusively sleeping with each other. So if you are going to like broach that boundary, I think you do owe him a conversation. And I think it's better to before have before or after. If I sleep Honestly, I think it's better to have one beforehand before like I'm, I'm pre planning a fuck. How can I tell him something I haven't even done yet? I would say to him, listen, like I am going on other dates. I want to have like a 
candid conversation about how you would feel if like if something happened okay fine that's um, that sounds good I'll, I'll listen back to that and then i'll make sure to say exactly like that okay <laughs> i feel like that was great advice for me like that was, I, that was, that was good that's advice. as wholesome as i've ever been that was some that was some classic l content right there Thank well, you, we don't you. have to cross that bridge. I haven't even gone on the date with this other guy. Here, I'll show you his profile. This is where Elle completely rips him apart. As a refresher, this is his, and then I'll show you the other guy so you can get a direct comparison to see who's hot or not. He looks kind of like um, Matt Damon in Talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that. He's taller, though. It's a fave. He has a great body, too. Like It's all like... It's not like super skinny. It's like very warm and. Dude, he's so nerdy looking. But I, I'll take he's your. He's such a obviously he's a fucking lawyer. Yeah, he's a nerd. You know I love a nerd. I know, but you're so hot. Yeah, but I love a nerd. Whatever, he's fine. Okay, okay, and then this is the guy I was I've been chatting to recently, who's the Westchester local, not locale, but local to the area. <laughs> I swiped on this guy recently. Really? Yeah. And? I swiped no. Okay, all right. But you're into this? Well, he's 6'2". I'm not, like, so attracted to him. He, he changed of... his profile since I um, since I saw him, but I specifically remember him because he works at a sustainability firm, which oh, is, yeah. like, what I'm trying to do. And I almost, like, matched just so I could, like, pick his brain on the industry. Dude, go on the date, but do not, like, I would say my words of caution, go on the date, but then have a conversation with the lawyer before you proceed. He's not even, like, that hot. He reminds me a bit of, like, Jerry Seinfeld in the way he looks, but, like, taller and brunette. Yeah, I think he looks like a scrawny, uh, nerdy kid, but... I mean, that, again, is my type. No, but he looks particularly scrawny. That's literally saying nothing after my last ex. <laughs> no, but, like, H was, like, scrawny, but he was, like, a person. What like, do you mean, like, a person? Like, you met him? <laughs> He's a real person? Did I not meet H? I mean, I'm saying, what's the difference between H and this guy? In terms of scrawny. I don't know, this one looks much more <clears throat> brittle. Okay, well, is we'll see. Is Lord? It is, right? It doesn't yeah. feel like one now that I'm saying it. Brittle, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll go on the date and see how it is. Just to get out there and go on a date with another person as yeah, well. Yeah, fuck like, it. You deserve to go on a date. But I you have not. But I do think that if it's potentially going to jeopardize what you have with the lawyer, I think it's worth a conversation. I think you can be really, like, really, like, um, like new age and like forward about it and be like, Hey, like I'm thinking about sleeping with someone else. How do you feel about that? Okay. Yeah. I think that can be like, if you have a normal adult conversation about that, I, I mean, think you can honestly, yeah. like I'm not, I'm not just fucking with you. Like I do think so. Oh God. No, he's moving to a na- new neighborhood. That means a whole new slew of girls. If he felt like it and he's living alone. Oh my God. I definitely can't do this. <laughs> It's going to be tit for tat. You know that. I really don't think so. Uh, um, but yeah, I know what you look like and I know what he looks like. I don't think it's tit for tat. Okay. Well, I'm telling you someone who's gone on a date with him, he does have games. So also being a lawyer. I'm sure he does. What I'm saying is I don't think. You're, I'm sorry. Like just that. I don't think he's that. sweeping the dating. I don't think he's sweeping the dating apps the way that you think. No, I don't think he's sweeping the dating apps. And Bruff Kid doesn't have time. He's I'm sure that he is like a week. personable, whatever. Anyway, anyway, detracting from the point. The point, the is, point is have a conversation with him. All right. All right. That's All our right. that's our hot take on tonight. We are past an hour. I think it is time for us to oh, give yeah. these people a, a break from us. <laughs> <laughs> well, our kind and sweet listeners, we love you always. The takeaways here are uh, choose your own adventure. Yes, like a goosebump story mm-hmm. in like 2001. Mm hmm. Oh, weren't those the best? <laughs> uh, go on notyourgirlfriendspodcast.com. Yeah, bitch. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. 
All links are in the description as usual. And we actually, this is kind of new, um, we've gotten coasters and <gasps> yes. we are sending them to a few listeners. We already have some listeners who DM'd us who wanted them. And we're sending them for free. So if you want one, you can DM us or you can email email us with your address and we will send you some coasters and they're so, so cute. Um, wait, also, if you have favorite bars in the city, like dive bars in particular, like anywhere in like the New York metro that area city, really. that you think would be like open to hosting our coasters, um, let us know because we'd love to drop off a couple there so you can see them. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, um, stay tuned. We'll be around. Yep, we'll be here. Bye. Back soon. Bye. Welcome, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> so. <laughs>